It's showtime with Ricky Lee. Thank you for making us one of your favorite entertainment news podcasts. We know you have a choice when it comes to how you get your showbiz info. So, we appreciate you letting It's Showtime with Ricky Lee be your backstage pass to all things entertainment. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta. Chicago is a theater town. It is second only to New York's Broadway in terms of notoriety, and not necessarily in quality. The show to see in Chicago at the moment is the rousing Porchlight Music Theater revival of Cole Porter's Anything Goes. Directed by Michael Weber, the show stars the incomparable Megan Murphy. On this episode of It's Showtime with Ricky Lee, I sit down with the stunningly beautiful and charismatic Megan Murphy to discuss how she became attached to the project, what the development process was like, and how the city has embraced this stunning theatrical production. We also talk about Megan's career outside of theater as an internationally acclaimed cabaret artist. So, without further ado, Let's get to know the fabulous, sparkly personality standing center stage in Chicago's theater world, Megan Murphy. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Now, you are starring in Anything Goes, and it is just getting phenomenal reviews. I've seen it. It is just amazing. For those who don't know the story, don't know what this Anything Goes thing is, can you get <laughs> Can you share that with the listeners? What is Anything Goes? And then we'll get into your specific part in it and all about you. You got it. I'd love to, Ricky. So Anything Goes is a legendary uh, script and score from 1934, penned by the legendary composer and lyricist Cole Porter. This uh, chronicles a bunch of hooligans doing a cruise ship crossing from New York to London. So there's gangsters, there's nightclub singers, there's evangelists. And of course, at the center of the story is a love story between our protagonists, Billy and Hope. And, you know, the second they come aboard, hilarity ensues. It's like a quintessential high stepping, toe tapping musical comedy for the ages. It's so much fun. It's so gorgeous. It's so hilarious. It's just a joy bomb of a show. And yet the central figure, the figure that holds it all together, you didn't mention in there, uh, out of modesty, it is Reno Sweeney, who you happen to star in this role. So how does Reno, who is Reno, and how does she fit into the Anything Goes storyline? Well, I did sort of sort of mention her. She is a nightclub singer and she is also an evangelist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, she's more along the lines of a nightclub act that figured out she could make money being an evangelist. Uh, she's an opportunist, I would say, um, but the friendly kind. And uh, she loves a glittery gown. She's sort of the the glue that holds all the characters together in this story. You know, sometimes when, especially in older musicals, golden age musicals, there's sometimes a magical character that sort of sweeps in and sort of makes it all go. She is that character in this show. And I think personally that she might be an extension of Mr. Porter. 
okay. uh, inserting himself into the story. Um, as we all know, Cole Porter likes, has always liked to be very glamorous and very fabulous and champagne here and glitz there. And I think uh, Reno is of similar nature. Okay, what brought you to that idea that it, that this is an extension of Cole Porter? Because that's a that's a brilliant insight, and I want to see where you where you got there. Well, I was talking with Michael Weber, the director of the show and the artistic director of Porchlight, and uh, it we got to talking about it. And you know how like how some of these stories, like Woody Allen films, always have a Woody Allen character. It may not sometimes it actually is Woody Allen but sometimes it's Owen Wilson or somebody of the Woody Allen nature. I think Cole Porter did a lot of the same things in his musicals. And um, there is just a whimsical fantasy aspect of Reno that she doesn't quite seem real, but she is completely real, but which is it? And that's fun for the audience and that's fun for the cast um, that I think is a central theme of, of the show. Yes, it, you're you're hitting it on the on the head there because you're kind of part of the show, and then you're you're in on it with the audience. We're we're so connected to you. We're watching the show, but we're connected to Megan Murphy as Reno. Thank you. That's sweet to say. And there's always there's also a performative aspect of. Reno also being a nightclub singer. So it's a little bit meta, right? Yeah. So there are times where I do break the fourth wall and I am talking right to the audience. You know, I'm not trapped in the world of the ship because we're inviting you in to the world of the of the story. And that's really fun for me to now, do. Tell me about the development process of the character. Well, first of all, how long have you been attached to this? Did you just, were, were you approached about the project? Did you have to audition? What what was the process of, of because you are so perfect for this role. And I'm going to keep saying that. So just keep being complimented and, and just love it. Because uh, it feels good to be complimented, right? Listen, your check's in the mail, honey. Thank all you right, so very good. So <laughs> I can do how, did you get how did you get attached? <laughs> um, I, so it's actually, it's kind of a funny story. So I, in my other life and career, I am in fact a cabaret singer that travels all around the world doing my own one woman show. So I was on my way to another cruise ship. What? Um, and I got an email from Michael saying, Porchlight is about to announce their season of shows and we would really love to do anything goes, but we only want to do it if you will be our Reno Sweeney. If you don't want to do it or you can't do it, we're going to do something else. And I thought, well, hot damn. Mm -hmm. That's that's nice to hear, you know, being in this business for so long. And I um, I, I thought to myself, oh, I'm not going to be able to because I have this conflict and that conflict that I'd sort of already agreed to. And we just both wanted it so badly that we we all just made it work. And here we are. And. I am so glad that you did. Chicago is so glad that you did. The Me show too. has been extended to March 10th. That is as far as it can get extended. <laughs> yes. So get the tickets while they're available. And yeah. that you can do through porchlightmusictheater.org or the box office, which I even have a number for. Look at you. Yeah. 773-777-9885. Now that's a lot of sevens, so I'm going to repeat it. 
for those playing along at home we'll repeat that information later on but back to talking about rena sweeney back to talking about uh, okay so had you worked with michael before this yes i had done a couple of uh tiny projects with porchlight before um i had done one of their revisits uh part of the revisit series which is about a weekend long of sort of long and lost forgotten musicals of the past. We did Woman of the Year, which of course starred originally Lauren Bacall, speaking of. And um, and that was joyous. And that was, that was a few years back. And even before that, they started a new series called New Faces, where they introduce, you guessed it, New Faces uh, of Chicago to audiences uh, that are coming to see Porchlight shows. And I was the very first host of that series as well. Ooh. So, and I've done a bunch of their Chicago Sings uh, galas, which is their big, you know, annual fundraiser concert, which has always been loads of fun. So I, and Michael and I have been friends for a very long time, just peripherally and and opening nights and things like that. So, and Tammy Mater, the choreographer and Nick Sula, same thing. I mean, we've all sort of been like circling around each other. We're all friends already, but we've never actually just all gotten in a room to work together. And it was, it was magical. It was really, really fun. Now, did the had the idea been batted around of this show before, or was this out of the blue to you? This was out of the blue to me. I mean, I was I was on my way to Alaska when I got this email, and I thought, oh, I really, really want to do this, but I hope we can make it happen. And we did. We and did. What about the role? The role has has that been on oh. your radar? Um, you know, you know what's funny? I, not really. Uh I think this one has sort of slid through the cracks somehow, maybe because it's 90 years old. I don't know. Um, I've always set my sights on like a Mama Rose or, you know, something like the juggernaut sort of musical theater, the Macbeths of <laughs> musical theater that I'm just waiting, you know, to get to the age to play. And this one kind of crept up on me, kind of snuck up on me. And the second I mentioned it to a couple of pals, that it might be happening, they went, you're perfect for this. This is the perfect role for you. If you don't do this, you're stupid. <laughs> I was like, okay. And you know, and, and kudos to 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 Michael for realizing that. I mean, this is the second year in a row that he has done this. Uh, he hit it out of the park with Erica uh, Stefan uh, with Cabaret. And yeah. she actually uh, sent me a message saying, I had to come see you and anything goes because her words were perfection. Uh, and, first of all, what a sweet angel baby Erica Stefan is, right? If you if you don't know who Erica Stefan is, get into her because she's the nicest human being. Her whole family, nicest human beings on the face of the planet. And she's wildly talented. And I'm just so proud to see her star rising as it as it fully deserves to. Going along with what you said, Michael has done this a bunch of times. He is, first of all, he's an encyclopedia, right, of of theater, of musical theater. And especially of this golden age stuff, this is really, really like the center of his wheelhouse, this farcical, hilarious, you know, one door opening, one door closing, mistaken identity thing. He's just got it stylized down. It's in his bones. He also is very talented at seeing specifically a big brassy lady and going, this is the project for her. He did it with Ife Butler, with Gypsy, who was unbelievable and marvelous. He did it with Hollis Resnick, 
with Sunset Boulevard, God rest her soul. And now with Erica and I mean, dare I say it now with me, yes, please I, just, I feel so grateful and so lucky that he went, you, this project, he's got a gift for it. Now, in terms of projects, this, this one, once it was pitched to you, it made sense, but it hadn't been on your radar before. You, would you say you have a type? Because you're you're not the the dainty <laughs> ingenue, you know. What do you mean? <laughs> but I mean, you're you you're you're magnificent. Um, <laughs> but would you would you have a type that you would call yourself? I would call myself. Uh, first of all, who wants labels? Who needs yes, that? Yeah. Twenty twenty four. But um, you know, I I this is something that I've both benefited from and benefited from and also has been a curse of my career which is a character actor who is also the star yeah. there's not a lot of shows like that anymore and that's how how shows used to be written right anything goes for example was written for the star Omar. Yeah. right just off of her huge success brand new star of uh girl crazy and so it was written around a person that doesn't happen anymore. So I have been sort of typecast since I was like a teenager as this like character actress. And I thought to myself, yeah, but what if I'm supposed to be in the middle, you know? And that's this kind of, that's this kind of a role. So I'm kudos again to Porchlight and to Michael for recognizing that it can be both at the same time that a brassy sassy character actor can also be the star of a hugely successful vehicle. And now you mentioned it's 90 years old and yet it's just magical. What, what about this production outside of your wonderful talents? Oh, go on. What else makes it just so so magical to the audience because the, the audiences are lining up. You know, I will remind everybody to get the tickets at porchlightmusictheater.org. Um, get your tickets. It's been extended through March 10th. And uh, that's as far as it can go. That's as, as far as they can extend it. So it. Get the tickets now, but why is it so magical? Why is this 90 year old show connecting to modern audiences? It's a good question. You know, I think uh, I think it's resonating with people on a couple of different levels. Um, one of which is just it's it's winter in Chicago. I mean, take a look. You know what I'm saying? It's there's a dreariness uh, around town that can only be uh, remedied by this big of a joy bomb, and that includes the huge tap dancing numbers full of these young effervescent hungry amazingly talented uh most of which are college students still um and, and they are so amazing the dancers are amazing truly the, amazing anything and goes just, the number anything goes just wow yeah and just people are just having so much fun up there and there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world that for two and a half hours you can just sit back relax and and escape into this beautiful world of just joy of of music and love and hilarity and sparkly costumes and just watching people have the time of their lives that's one thing 
The other thing is, I'm going back to Mr. Porter. I mean, he's got potential, I tell you, in his <laughs> writing. He's on to something here. You're listening to It's Showtime with Ricky Lee. Your backstage pass for all things entertainment. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta. I appreciate you making this program one of your favorite entertainment news sources. I also invite you to frequent our sister web publication, lifeandtimes.biz, your guilty pleasure for entertainment news, views, and reviews. Today on It's Showtime with Ricky Lee, I get the chance to bask in the charms of Chicago-based theater and cabaret star Big Red herself, Megan Murphy who is currently starring in the must-see show of the season, Porchlight Music Theater's Anything Goes. Let's get back to the program. I also think that the joy bombness is resonating through his writing again, just as it did in the 60s when it was revived, just as it did in 1987 with Lapone, as it did, because... Those were also times of bleakness. Those were also times of a lot of global turmoil. And what do people want? What do people need? Love, joy. And this is this is serving that beautifully. And in the lyric too. I mean, it's called Anything Goes. It's, it's be yourself. It's come as you are. It's live authentically. And I think that's maybe subconsciously translating after the big joy bomb, but I think it's in there. I really do. It, this is some new variations to the the script. Is that correct? Oh, honey, there's so many iterations. Of this. <laughs> it's like, it's a quilt. It's crazy. Uh, this is a 2022 revision uh, by Krauss and Weidman. Um, but then of course the score is, has been the same since the, it's actually not the 2012 uh, Broadway revival with Sutton Foster, it's different from that. So there are, you know, there are differences in songs. Uh, there's so many versions of this show, which is also kind of cool if you're like a, you know, total musical theater nerd. Like, which one is it? Is there, is it Bonnie or is it Irma? Who is it? You know, people we have like Irma. that with Rent. They had to see every cast so they can yeah. compare every Roger and every Mark and every Angel. There, there are, collectors mentally i like that yes. of experiences yes and and i have a lot of friends that are musical theater purists right it has to be the original but this one is tricky because there's a lot of originals yeah. you know there's songs that were in other cole porter musicals that they started that they put into this to sort of act as like a cole porter greatest hits vehicle it's and it it's works interesting. Though. it works um it does for what it, well, I was I was researching how the the show came about, and it had to get totally rewritten a couple of weeks before it was going to open, and yeah. you know, and so I think that hastily put together storyline lends itself very well to kind of changes and adaptations uh, because it is a, a an adaptation to begin with. Certainly, it's again with the meta yeah. verse. <laughs> now yeah. you got this part. They thought of you for this part because in real life, in your other side of your career, um, you do a cabaret act and you travel all over the world doing this. And let's talk a little bit about that. Um, first of all, you you have the the tagline Big Red. It, you have it in in all your handles. Um, your your website is 
uh, Megan Murphy, big red.com. That's it. You got it. All right. So <laughs> give me the whole big red persona. Where does the big red fall in? Oh boy. All right. When I came to Chicago about 12 years ago, I was challenged by a very good friend of mine to make a one woman show. I thought, why should I do that? No one will come. And he said, you're crazy. They will watch, watch them. And we made a show. He helped direct it and write it. And I sort of learned how to do that uh, in Chicago, which is a very great place to incubate that kind of art. You know, I was living in New York at the time and that is not necessarily the most forgiving place to uh, try something like this out. And it was at a time where a lot of Broadway shows were closing a lot of out of fresh out of school or you know a couple years out of school kind of people like myself were not getting work because unless you were famous there wasn't any room for you and I just kind of was going looking around going hmm I need to do something creative and I, I want to give this a try so I came to Chicago thinking I was going to stay for three months I've been here for 12 years <laughs> because we wrote the show we did the show we sold out the show and then I just kept getting shows from there so from there, um, I've sort of turned that into a, a global business. I have started doing stuff with several vacation companies, a lot of LGBT companies um, that hire me to come on the, the cruise ship for the week or the, the resort for the week and uh, entertain the people. And I've sort of cracked the code. I feel like I've like I just go on vacation for free, you know, or yeah. I get to go on vacation for a living. It's really quite fabulous. <laughs> and then on top of that, if I understand correctly, you don't only just go on these vacations, get to have fun entertaining, because I can tell you have fun when you entertain. What whatever do you mean? Oh, the sparkle, my dear. Yes. But then on top of that, you know, you document it and have your fans follow along with with the whole ordeal so tell yes. me that aspect of the business oh man that's like my favorite part first of all i love traveling and i love performing on like equal planes i really do i mean i think both of those things teach us a lot about ourselves and about each other and about the world around us and um the joy I get from both of those things makes me feel very alive. So to put those two things together is like in my favorite thing ever. Drop me in a brand new place and make me have to do a show in two days. Great. I'm here for that. Um, that's how I actually ended up getting this uh, residency down in Puerto Vallarta, which is um, at the Palm, the Palm Cabaret and Bar. And I've met so many unbelievable artists and so many fabulous people it's there's such a vibrant scene down there I mean there's like so many places all over the world that I never would have had the time or money to see as an actor in Chicago if I hadn't taken that leap of faith on myself and gone you know what you can do this if you want to do this and you want to see the world you have a way to do it listen to that so tell us a little bit about the show so if somebody wants to go on one of these vacations or see you at, at a, a cabaret or, or whatnot. Yeah. What, what, what would they have in store for them? Uh, the big red show is a brassy, sassy, good time. Um, it's all an, an eclectic 
song list, everything from soul to show tunes, from Broadway to Beyonce. How about that? Um, it's, uh, you know, every show is a little bit different because the audience is, is a little bit different, but uh, I love the spontaneous nature of having it be different every time. Um, I love cabaret as the vehicle for that uh, because it is so spontaneous and, and fun. Um, yeah, I, I like to tell people I'm like a little bit like if Jessica Rabbit and Bette Midler had a baby, you'd get Big Red. Okay, yes, because um, I, I put Bette Midler in my review and Jessica Rabbit was in my head. Um, there you so, go. so there you go. So I guess I'm predictable. Okay. Yeah. No, you got it. You hit it. You you got it right on the right on the target. So in addition to, well, for your career in cabaret, for your career in musical theater, if people want to know how to find you, where to, to go to one of these events, is there, there, you have a website, you have, are you on Instagram and all that? What is, what is the way to follow you? All of my handles are Megan Murphy Big Red. So there is an H in my first name. We live in a digital world. Uh, Megan Murphy Big Red, all one word on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, I am on the Facebook still. And uh, MeganMurphyBigRed.com is my website. I also have a link tree, um, which is Megan Murphy Big Red at Linktree. Com. So Linktree is a, is a lovely website where you can just update things really quickly for upcoming shows and stuff. So that would probably be the best place to look for upcoming events. Excellent. Yeah. And now you also have a recording career. You've recorded a couple blues albums. Uh, I have. It's been a while, uh, but yeah. Yeah. And are you working on any recordings right now? Not as of right now, just because I've been traveling around so much. Um and then kind of got back in the country and started this thing. So right now I'm taking like a, the tiniest little breath to enjoy opening this show before I dive into my next thing. But, and, and can we talk about what is coming up next after anything goes? Sure. Uh, we, well, we close on the 10th and March 10th. On, the, on the 11th, I will be heading back to Puerto Vallarta for the month of March to do my show, Big Red Goes Pink, which is uh, celebrating, of course, the amazing pop artist, Pink. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. I love this. That... Yeah. And then how do you balance the musical theater side with the cabaret? I mean, you're kind of at the very fortunate stage of having to choose sometimes, which one do I want to do? So yeah, how, do you, yeah. how do you balance it so that your soul is happy and your pocketbook is happy? Honey, if you know that answer, you're a gazillionaire. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, that's a great question. Um, it is. It feels like a constant choice. And that can get tricky because, you know, I've grown up a theater girl and I have recently gotten auditions, say, from my agents or, you know, elsewhere for these theater gigs that of course I want to do, but I already am going to the South of France for another gig. You know, it's like, you just have to weigh what's going to do your soul happy. Or this is, a, this is a, the rule book I like to go by. My friend Rob Lindley taught me this. It's one, it can be one of three things or all three things, right? Number one, your pocketbook, right? If the money's good, good enough, 
and that's going to make you happy. All right, do it for that. Number two is networking, right? If you get connected or collaborate with artists that you've been wanting to collaborate with, and that's going to be, you know, important to you, do it for that. And the third one is if, if you want to do it for your soul, if it's, if your soul is calling for it, do that. If it's just one of those, you should definitely do the project, right? If it's two of those, it's a, it's a great project. And if you pass, you're an idiot. And if it's all three things, it's a unicorn and you have to do it. There we go. Well, everyone who can get a ticket should come see Anything Goes playing at the Ruth Page Center. Uh, It's by Porchlight Music Theater, starring Megan Murphy, the wonderful Megan Murphy as Reno Sweeney. Uh, You can keep up to date with Megan's career at MeganMurphyBigRed.com. You can get tickets for Anything Goes, scheduled through March 10th, as far as it can be extended. And you get those tickets at PorchlightMusicTheater.org. Megan, thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you in your next adventure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy. You've been listening to It's Showtime with Ricky Lee. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta, and I appreciate you spending this time with us. Today, we've had the great pleasure of getting to know musical theater and cabaret star Megan Murphy, who is currently starring in Porchlight Music Theater's outstanding revival of Cole Porter's Anything Goes, playing through March 10th. For tickets, visit porchlightmusictheater.org. And to follow Megan's career, go to meganmurphybigred.com. Megan Murphy Big Red is also her handle on all social media channels. I thank you for making It Showtime with Ricky Lee one of your favorite entertainment news podcasts. I hope you'll join us again next week for another exciting episode. Why not bring a few friends along and make it a listening party? This is Ricky Lee Travolta signing off. I'll see you in the spotlight.